This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Well, welcome back to Road to Retirement. My name's Chris Anselmo. I'm here with my co-host. How are you doing today, Tony? Oh, Chris, I'm great. I've had a great week. How about you? Yeah, good week. Uh, weather's been pretty good. We haven't had much snow, but did you guys get buried up there? Well, we, we've got a couple feet on the ground from the past month or so, but... It, oh, wow. We have nothing on the ground. It hasn't snowed here in a while, to be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just some light flurries lately. A couple weeks ago, we got hit with about six inches. And since then, not much. In fact, it's supposed to hit 40 on Saturday here. Wow. That's a heat wave for you guys. So. Yeah, it, would, it will be close to a record. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I wow. mean, January is usually our coldest month and into hmm. February. January in Minnesota is the... That's the that's the month you do not want to be in Minnesota, typically. Wow. Yeah. I was watching something uh, last night on one of the uh, nature channels about the, the great Mississippi, and it was all about it it, it being in Minnesota. <laughs> so it's, I guess it starts in Minnesota. And, uh, yep. And uh, But they went through the whole winter cycle, and it's pretty crazy up there. Well, so. yeah, and that's a big – that's a, a beautiful thing to see the headwaters of the Mississippi yeah, where it yeah. starts. Um, it's beautiful up there. People go vacationing and camping and hiking and can, it's a big place to canoe, but you have to, um, what do they call it? Portage your canoe. Uh, they, you canoe lot, through the headwaters, but you have to go across land at certain points. So yeah, but, there's a lot of walking. You guys, got, you guys got animals that can kill you up there though. Mm. I mean, you got moose, you got um, wolves, you got all kinds of stuff. There actually isn't so. too many moose in Minnesota, maybe way up North. Yeah. A little further than the headwaters. Uh, Canada, the closer you get to Canada, the more likely you are to see something like a moose or a bear. But um, moose are pretty rare. uh, And the fact that it's rare to see one or for them to have human contact in Minnesota. In Canada, once you cross that line, I don't know what it is, but it's like then they're all over. Then you're in in, in immediate danger. I don't know why. They, they, They stop at the border, I think. All right, so uh, today I thought we'd talk about, um, besides moose, which is a favorite topic of my, 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 that used to be my daughter, I don't know if it still is, but my daughter's favorite animal when she was growing up, she loved moose, but, um, you know, there was a new uh, uh, legislation passed uh, last year, it's effective for January 1st, it's called the SECURE Act, you may have heard of this. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's, there's quite a few provisions that would apply to taxes, financial planning, estate planning, things like that. So I thought maybe we could we could uh, talk about those. And uh, you may have talked about this with other some of your other buddies, but um, yeah, it's, so ch- chime in whenever well, you want. Well, it's huge. So. I mean, I've heard it on, you know, I turn on CNBC, I read, I see articles in, in things like Forbes or nerdwallet.com. I was reading an article and in the newspaper, it's been all over. Hopefully our listeners have uh, heard about the Secure Act, and if they haven't, even if they have heard of it, they probably don't know how it's going to affect them. But hey, this is big. There are a lot of big changes to people's IRAs, 401ks, their 
Right. And especially legacy planning, um, it takes away a big tool that legacy planners uh, use. So, yeah, let's jump into this. Where do you want to start? Uh, well, I think the biggest one for our retirees is, um, so we can probably go back a little bit. So um, for for people who are have retirement accounts, so say, Tony, you have an IRA, <coughs> excuse me, you have a spouse, the old way was, and this, this still works, is that if something should happen to you, your spouse can take do two things. She can just continue to have your IRA, or she can dump your IRA right into her IRA. Yep. So that that hasn't changed. But what has changed um, primarily is non-spouses. So typically happens on the second death where um, you know you pass away, your wife passes away, you're leaving it to children or grandchildren. So um, prior to legislation, probably 10, 15 years ago, there was a rule that um, you had to take it out within five years. And if you didn't take it out within five years, uh, there, were, there was a significant penalty, 50% Yikes. penalty. And we had that happen. When we talked to another show, we had that happen for someone who a new client came in. He was estranged from his dad for years and years, found out through the unclaimed funds that there was some money sitting in an IRA for him at, I think it was at, uh, I don't know if it was at Merrill Lynch or one of the big houses, 200,000 bucks. Wow. But by the time he found out about it, it was six years later. So ended up, long story short, he has to pay tax in the 200 grand, which is about 80 grand. And then he had a hundred thousand dollar penalty because he didn't take it out within five years. Oh, so really horrible stuff. But so then they then they changed that and they said, you know what, we're going to let uh, non-spouses, if you do it properly, which really is, is the key, um, that you could stretch it out over your lifetime. So you would have, even if you're inherited when you're 40, you, you couldn't wait till you're 70 and a half to take money out. You have to start taking it out, but you could stretch it out over your lifetime. You didn't have to take it all within five years and pay taxes within so, five years. So you, yeah, so you had the option you could... You could um, if you don't elect to do the stretch, you'd still had to take it out within five years. So, But if you did the if stretch, you, if there you, was a stretch yeah. option, and that's what's called the stretch IRA, just right. to clarify for our listeners. So that means if my parents both passed away uh, and left me an IRA, and let's say it had $100,000 in it, um, uh, the old law said I'd have to take it all out within five years and pay taxes on it, or I'd be penalized an additional 50% of the amount. But now, uh, then they changed it to where, nope, you can uh, let it go. You just have to take distributions out regularly and pay taxes on them uh, over your lifetime. Correct. But you Correct. could spread it over a few generations, right? Correct. So if you, look, they could bypass you and give it to the grandkids, right? So so there was issues there. That, look, you know, the grandchild's, you know, five years old. They start taking, ta- they got, you know, possibly a hundred years to take this money out, right? So, so the shakeup was um, the new act says, you know what, for, we're not going to allow that to happen anymore. So, but we're going to modify the rule that non-spouses have to take it out within 10 years now. So there's real, the stretch, the longest stretch you can go is 10 years. Now you could take it out a little bit at a time, just as long as it's all out by the 10th year, there won't be, there won't be a penalty. So that kind of changes the dynamics of the plan. I mean, 
Well, yeah, you can't stretch but, but it out really over what's happening is life. The IRS says, "Look, we we need we we need more tax money, and we can't let you stretch it out for another sixty years." Right? So, so there's uh, so that's going to change the tax plan. And that's going to change actually probably how we draft some of our trusts. Um, so I'm not sure if you know this, but the, when you leave. So traditionally, you'd leave the IRA to the spouse first, and then let's say second to the children. So the other way to provide some creditor protection and to provide some distribution planning would be to uh, first leave it to the spouse and second leave it to a trust. So then the trust could manage how these kids take out the money, ah. right? So they. Yeah. So they won't blow it all one time. So there's a couple types of trusts, accumulation trusts, in, uh, income trusts, but uh, we won't get into that. But um, so we, we're probably going to have to change the way those are drafted a bit. Um, because you so that, utilize that's a big, the, that's a big change. You utilize the stretch option with your clients uh, sometimes, didn't you? Sh- sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody wants to, you know, the, the benefit of this a stretch is you're not, sending in that money to the IRS. So let's say um, you had $100,000 in this account. If you tax it all at once, you'd end up with 70, right? So now you only have 70 to grow the rest of your life. So the, the other way is basically you're, they were allowing you to defer that tax. And so that money that you didn't give Uncle Sam is also invested in and could grow. Yeah. So And I, I heard one of the things that led to them taking away that option or that strategy um, what brought attention to the SECURE Act I was reading, kind of funny, um, during the 2012 presidential election, through financial disclosures, it, it became known that Mitt Romney had an IRA that was worth up to $102 million that, that he was planning on stretch, <laughs> that had been stretched throughout his family and it was just keeping going. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just that compounding interest that had taxes hadn't been paid on that in generations, you know. So that prompted questions in the media and Congress. Can you imagine a $102 million IRA uh, being stretched? Wow. I, I think I could take Tuesdays off. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's probably do this podcast from yeah, my that's, house, right? So, that's real um, money to you and I. Yeah, yeah. Um, so another, another one that um, similar, but now, you know, you knew that, retirement plans, you had to start taking money out at 70 and a half. So you could take it out as early as 59 and a half. You you could wait all the way to 70 and a half and then you had to start taking something called your required minimum distributions, which there was a table that said, look, based on this age, you have to take out X amount of dollars, X percentage every year. And as long as you took out that minimum, it it was fine. You put on your tax return and everything's hunky dory. They changed that to 72 now, which was good. I don't know how you, we had half years anyhow. Right. It's still 59 and a half on the front end, but it's going to be 72 on the back well, that's, end. Well, so that's, that's helpful. See, that's a positive. Yeah. Taking away the stretch is a negative, but giving us an extra couple of years on the end to let it grow, that's good because people are living longer, right? Sure. Um, the other thing, uh, uh, backing up to the um, 10-year rule, that 10 year rule applies to Roth IRAs too now. So there is no, there's no required minimum distributions in Roths um, because you already pay the tax on it. But now the second generation of it is 
the non-spouse is going to have to take it take it out within ten years. So, but why if so there's that, no? I don't understand why the Roth would be. They would do that because the Roth you don't have to pay taxes on it anyway. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just want to yeah, be government. consistent. So, so um, the other rule that changed is. Um, as long as you're working, so there was a rule that once you turn 70 and a half, you were no longer allowed to contribute. So if you were, you were still working, you weren't allowed to contribute to your, your IRA. That was the rule. Right. So they lift, they lifted that. So if you're still working past 70 and a half, you could um, still contribute to the IRA. So that, so that, that's yeah. good. So that helps uh, save a little bit of taxes here and there. Uh, another rule uh, is more from an employee standpoint is long-term part-time employees. You know, somebody that works part-time and has been there for, you know, I don't know you've been there several years, but you weren't able to uh, hook on to the retirement plans there because the retirement plans said, look, you had to be a full-time employee. So now they, they, they change that a bit so that if you're a long-time employee and it, believe it's um, uh, 500 hours over a certain period of time that um, it's, I think is a thousand hours over one year or 500 hours say you're there f- four or five years but you at least get four or five hundred out 500 hours in a year you're gonna be able to um, hook onto their plan which is which is nice because I think some employers probably the bigger employers um, intentionally kept people under being full-time employees so that they um, wouldn't be able to hook onto their retirement plans because obviously a lot of the retirement plans, the employer matches, right? So if they might match anywhere from, you know, three to 10%. So if they didn't have to cover all their part-time employees, that was a benefit to them. So um, let's see. The other one that I saw that that might apply to some people, you can take um, $5,000 out of your, um, your IRA to uh, for uh, adopting a child. So um, it's pretty expensive to adopt a child, so they give you this right. um, $5,000 break, so you could take it out penalty-free. Yep, yep. So My wife and I um, adopted uh, at one oh, point, wow. so we, we had a tax credit that they gave us. Right. Another one for all the students out there, or parents of students, uh, they now allow you to take up to $10,000 out of your 529 plans to pay back loans. So huh. before you had to, you know, before you had to just use it to pay for the education directly. So if, so if you went out and took out a loan and the loan paid the college, um, you weren't technically using the 529 to pay the college, so you, you weren't getting that benefit. So now um, you can take, uh, there's an annual limit of uh, $10,000 um, to repay uh, student loans, but... <laughs> kind of odd there's a lifetime limit of ten thousand dollars so 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 there's at least some um some relief there because it, it you know it can happen it does happen that the students take out some loans and they're you know pretty low interest rate loans at, in the beginning at least and then they re, uh, graduate and they have these loans and you may have some money still left in a 529 plan because you didn't use it because they got the loans right so they're allowing you to take some of that money and uh, pay down some of those loans right which is which is good yeah yeah so obviously there are a lot of changes i mean and we're just covering a few here 
Uh, I mean, it's kind of crazy, but a lot of people might wonder, okay, what do I need to do with these changes? Because they're in effect. The law was, it was signed into law in December. So we're, we're in it right now. Uh, but you can, uh, I know that you're more than happy to meet with folks. And if they want oh, if sure. they want to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation, they can just give you a call. What's that number? 440-886-3550. So just call, um, get on our schedule. We don't charge anything for the appointment. If you become a client, then you become a client. But um, some of the other strategies is not directly related to the SECURE Act, but you know, taxes are on sale right now. We're in some of the lowest tax environment that you may ever see. So it might be time to look at converting some of those IRAs to Roth. So the, the difference for the listeners, so IRA, you put money in tax-free. So you, let's say you uh, put $5,000 in the, in the IRA when you're working. So you take $5,000 off of your off of your income tax return, the idea is you're you're doing that now because you're you're most likely in a higher bracket, um, and then the theory was you'd be in a lower bracket when you retired, and then when you take it out, you you would save some money. Now that the brackets are so low, now that people so people who are retired and have this money built up in these Roth IRA, uh, in traditional IRAs, it might be a, a good time to look at maximizing converting those Roths. So. You might be in a 10% bracket, 12%, 22, 24, whatever that is. Those are still relatively low compared to what they used to be. So you may want to sit down with a tax professional like us or your, or your CPA out there and say, hey, how can I maximize this? So so if there's a cutoff in a tax bracket, maybe you, you do a Roth conversion up to that bracket and then um, maybe next year you do a little bit more. So, so we want to be aware of that. Um, one thing to caution you though there is if you do too much um, it could affect how much you pay in your Medicare so so uh, I don't have the numbers right in front of me now but I f- believe like a married couple it's around 160 180 thousand dollars if you have that much income then your Medicare premium from Social Security is gonna go up so you want to be a uh, cognizant of that make right. sure you, you factor that in because it could go from you know uh, it could go from you know 50 60 bucks to several hundred bucks a month so I want to make sure and, it, and it's a you know surprise to some people so just just forewarn you on that well <laughs> yeah I imagine it's a big surprise to some people I mean that's that's not good you have to really know and that just illustrates why you need to work with somebody uh, like yourself uh, to really uh, understand all this. Uh, and uh, I think it's good we're talking about it. Now, is there anything else you want to add regarding the SECURE Act before we go today? Uh, I think that's probably the highlights for for our audience. Yeah. I mean, there's there's stuff for employer plans and all that kind of stuff that, that we don't need to get into. But, you know, really the, the stretch IRA, I don't want to say it's dead, but it's, it's limited to 10 years now. And and it's not that you have to start taking out in year one. You could wait to year 10. So, um, but then you have to realize in year 10, if you haven't taken out these, you're going to have this big tax bomb in year 10. Right. right. So, um, so we want to be aware of that. Uh, 72 years old now for, um, for RMDs. And this act applies. So these, 
Um, distributions applies for anyone who passed away after the first of the year. So if you passed away, if someone passed away, if some people passed away last year, they're still under the old rules. So when you're stretching those out, you know, it really doesn't come into effect until someone passes away in 2020 or later. So Right. And then, um, you know, being able to contribute to your IRA for people. You know, we have quite a few people that, you know, they might be working at Home Depot or something part-time or Walmart part-time and, they're, and they um, want to, contribute to IRA so they can still do that even though they're over 70 and a half. So, so those things are out there. And the, the biggest one I think is, is the 10 year stretch. Yeah, that's so, a huge, uh, that's huge taking away the stretch option or limiting it, I should say to 10 years. Well, Hey, great discussion. And listeners again, give Chris a call. What's that number? One more time. 440-886-3550. This is a crazy time for us coming up. So if you call in, uh, the Try to get on the calendar as soon as you can because the, the, the spots are going to fill up during tax season. That's so. right. Tax season really kicks off uh, this right Monday. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Road to Retirement with our host, Chris Anselmo. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.